Hello and welcome to the Creative Scramble. My name is Carl Thompson. And my name is Matty Singh. And today we haven't got a guest. We're going to chat to each other about the wonderful world of networking. <laughs> You've just returned from a networking event, right? I have. So to give people an update, I've been in London town working for Formula One. Just going to drop. Can they understand you down there? Mm, they can always tell you from up north. Oh right. They're like saying, "Where are you from?" And I'm like. Near, I just say near Manchester, and they're like, "Oh yeah, I could tell you're not from down here." <laughs> um, yeah, so I decided, like you know, once you've done with your day stint, um, I've got no plans in the evening really, apart from food, and I could just drink beers on my own. But I don't really want to do that. Um, no shame in those that do. <laughs> but I decided to jump on the app and meet up, or you've got Eventbrite and see what was happening around London, because it's London, there's bound to be something going on. And I went to a meetup event for startups and entrepreneurs. There was a filmmaking one, but there was like four people in attendance, so I decided to go to this one, where it apparently said 30 people. And got the underground there thinking, I hope I'm going to the right place. Um, thinking, is it gonna be awful? Are there gonna be like five people there? Are they all gonna be weirdos? But. It's one of my, my mentality, mentalities this year to try and do things that like scare you, things that make you nervous to do. So this was one of them. And I had a really good time. Like, There's some really interesting people. I'm sure there are up north, but especially down south, like a lot of young people look to really interesting things. Um, I didn't go in with the mentality to get work as such, but more just to meet interesting people doing things and, you know, kind of make friends and meet like-minded people who are into entrepreneurial things. Was this a creative meetup, or were they you know, in manufacturing it was, or it was, anything? Yeah, it was described as creative, creative, something like creatives, entrepreneurs, startups in that realm. There was one chap who was a chef actually, and he had a digital agency he was growing, who was making content for the chef industry, so filming his old colleagues and stuff mm. like Michelin star chefs making content and things like that which was thought was quite an interesting niche but I've made some really interesting contacts like there's a chap who's trying to change education and making young kids learn through VR and, and it, it just an interesting idea and I think the benefit is is just meeting people and another key thing is that you'll meet people who maybe work might not come through them, but the fact that they have your details or they're following you on Instagram or LinkedIn, through their friends, they even mentioned on the evening, like, oh, my mate might be looking for a video who does so-and-so. And so you've built connections up through that. And it might lead to something, it might not, but this is of like a people industry. If you're good at your building your network and your contacts and you can communicate effectively, it's a good way to build those skills up because you might hate them. Do you, Cal? Uh, I absolutely despise networking events. Sorry for those event planners who put on networking events and try really hard to make them uh, exciting. I, I just had a not the best experience when I first started my career. I was, always, I was always told, oh, you need to go to these networking events and meet people. You know, I moved to Manchester blindly eight years ago, so I didn't know anybody, didn't even have families family connections or friends or anything like that other than my immediate best friends that I live with. So I had to network. So I went to a networking event and it just, for me, it was really quite sterile and awkward. It was a filmmaking event and I remember 
like groups of like four or five people just kind of in a huddle with two people having a conversation and the other three just kind of stood around awkwardly <laughs> like turning from left to right looking at these people having a conversation wondering like when they're going to chime in with their business card or their idea or whatever and I was like fuck this this is so awkward it's forced I didn't maybe I just went to the wrong event because then uh, every so often people would just like turn and spiral away they did, like, it's, oh, just... it's, it's socially acceptable <laughs> this is the only environment where it's okay to say to shake someone's hand and go I'm going to do one now I'm going to go talk to someone else because you're not interesting yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's allowed and it's also I wish this was the same environment for bars meeting a girl for example but you can literally go up to someone stare at them weirdly and shit pulls your hand out like hi and they're like hi because right. they're expecting you yeah, to do that yeah because everyone's in the same shy boat yes yeah. it's, it's kind of nice in that area but it's also it's not rude I found for people just to leave the group and talk to someone else and, yeah it's yeah. that kind of floating around moment where you when do you chip in or when do you just listen that I, I didn't really like or gel with because it felt like forced networking I mean the majority of my work over the last eight years of my career has come from networking but it's been very personal networking it's yeah, like reaching out to certain people like yeah. I really like what you're doing do you want to meet for a beer or a coffee or yeah. from referrals of so and so thinks you're good at this you should speak to so and so and it's kind of that more personal thing it's, it's not so much as being thrown into the deep end of a big networking event where you've got to go and do it sure now I know maybe now uh, you know I'm more confident as a as an individual and as a as a business owner, as a filmmaker, maybe I could go to one of these events and actually, I guess, hold my own and, and be happy to just shoot the shit and talk to people. But eight years ago, when I was first starting, I was like, I'm looking for any type of gig possible. That was hard. It's a weird one, isn't it? If you're like a creative director, I think you, you have that kind of skill set already, pitching and sales, and you can talk about yourself when you're young and you're just starting out. That's a hard skill to... You never get really taught how to do that. No. No, did, do you think it was useful going though, just so you could... To never go again? Yeah, well sometimes you've got to try stuff to like say, that was shit, I'm not doing that again. Yeah, Maybe possibly. Today. Yeah, and you found a better approach by, as you say, the personal reaching out one-to-ones and that sort of thing. Yeah, but now you've got me thinking as to whether I, I need to just man up and go back and give it another go and see, because I've been reading up on it recently and there's been, there's obviously loads of pros and cons and... People have said that you know it's best to to find a networking group and to go quite regularly mm. rather than just like dipping in and out here there and everywhere random ones. It's yeah. like find a weekly meetup or a monthly meetup. There are some, and, yeah. There and are go a few. to that for a couple of years almost, and then you build up the network. And then when one person joins, you then network. Then you're not networking with a hundred people all at the same time. Yeah, yeah. It's Do regular you know I mean? faces. It's just building. I try and go with the approach. I guess making new making new friends. Especially, I suppose, I mean, it sounds weird, doesn't it? But I suppose post-uni days or high school, college, whatever, if you don't work in a full-time job, it's hard to meet new people. It's hard to get yourself out there socially. And I think it's good just to meet people who are into the same things you're into, like filmmaking. Like for this, it wasn't directly filmmaking, it was more entrepreneurs. But because I have that mindset, it was good to meet people who are up to cool shit. Mm. Um... Because I've got my mates, mates, you know, you can have a laugh and a giggle about whatever immature things you do. But it's also great to chat with people who are like, these are kids, like, same sort of age, mid-twenties, who kind of want to change the world in their own way. Right. And you kind of hear their enthusiasm. And they're not weirdos. They're actually nice people. And they think, 
yeah, you're up to something interesting and it's nice because, you know, you never know where they're going to be in five, ten years' time and like, oh yeah, he's, he's my mate. Well, yeah, where? it could yeah, develop mate. the next Uber app yeah. or something like that that really does have an impact on, on, a, on the country or the world or whatever. You sure. Um, you know, that ruined an industry, for instance. <laughs> and, there's, and there's tons of people trying to do similar things like that. And I guess, how do you hear about them? Yeah. Other than, you know, maybe they get a write-up in an article or something like that. I think it was something that, like, people like people who follow, follow Tim Ferriss, who I've became obsessed with lately, listening to his, his podcast. But when he first moved to Silicon Valley in uh, San Francisco, that's all he did. He just got in there, and now he's interviewing the who's who of that world of startups and tech entrepreneurs and all that, and everyone knows him. Um, and I was going to talk about, we spoke to Tiff Tyler, who does Lewis House's podcast, and when she first moved to LA, she did networking gigs. And the reason she started working with Lewis was because she went in with the approach of, instead of talking to having five-minute conversations with 20 people who... The embarrassing thing is like you'll meet someone and you'll forget their name within 30 seconds, mm. which I found. But try and maybe talk to two or three people that have interesting, deep conversations with, um, which maybe you have to initially scatter, but then you go back to the people that you found interesting, kind of like speed dating or something. Well, can, can we just pick up one where we left off, or would you just go with another question? What? Yeah, you just say, you just carry on chatting, I guess. But she, as a result of that approach, her the person she was talking to referred her to Lewis. And now she's Lewis's video, videographer and producer yeah. for all things he does there. And obviously that's a really successful gig she's got. So that's another way. Um, what are you talking about at these events? I say so that I just go in with the approach that I'm a video editor. Um, because that's where everyone's there, right? They want to know wh- who you are and what yeah. you do. Yes, I just say I'm a video editor. Um, but, and I just talk about my background of, you know, I can name drop Man United and I can do, like, you know, I did stuff in the car industry for a little bit, like working with prestigious clients at Salmon. Um, Salmon Media, my old company, if anyone's listening. Right? <laughs> um, so it's good to name drop those sort of things and it makes you interesting straight away and then it's good to hear what they're up to and, and I can say, well, if you ever need any video skills and stuff, I know plenty of people in the industry. Do you lead in with a, I'm a video editor, or do you lead in with a question, what do you do? Which, which side of the fence are you on in terms of conversation starter? I'll always ask what they're up to first. Right. Rather yeah. than just like, hi, yeah, I'm, not gonna I'm, go Matty, up and say, I'm an editor, let's talk about me for the next five minutes. Yeah, yeah. No, I I've not even asked your name yet. <laughs> no, be, self, be selfless, is that right? Yeah, as in just go to listen, see what, because I think... You go into these gigs, people like talking about themselves, yeah. so it instantly makes you a bit more more different to actually listen. And then now and again, you, when you're throwing what you'll do, what we do is pretty cool, and everyone, I always think everyone wants to do what we do in a way, like everyone wants to be filmmaker for the day, and um, it's interesting to just explain what you do, and I think they'll enjoy hearing about that, and it's great to have a connection in this industry should they ever need your skills. Um, Do you you hand out business cards? No, I didn't have any business cards. All I did was had my phone on me, had my LinkedIn or my Instagram or whatever, my phone number and people. People will literally have their notes open on their phone. They'll type in, like one guy was typing in, Matt Singh, video editor, typed in my number. 
Yeah, you might just drop your text. Or yeah, something yeah. I've got. Follow. I've had a couple of messages from people I've met. Like one chap follows me now on Instagram and LinkedIn, and another chap messaged me saying it was great to meet you. If I ever am after that sort of thing, mm. be sure I'll be sure to sort of be in touch. But you've got some great stuff. I've seen your Vimeo. Yeah, was yeah. Like, that's really nice. So he's done his research, obviously. Yeah, some people are really on it. Um, it sounds like a bit of a long game. You know, you have to start these conversations early, with without an agenda necessarily and then potentially something might come of it in you know weeks months or even years yeah down I the think line. it's it is the long game it's whatever just try and map your ambitions of what you want to do to your to the actions you take like to the goals you have try and take the right actions so if you want to be surrounded by people who you know who are into this sort of thing then start if you start hanging around with those sort of people if you want to get into films, I'd say is start hanging around with, start reaching out as you do as well. Start reaching out to people who work on film sets. Try and build that network up of people and get yourself in that environment and be friends with those sorts of people. Because mm-hmm. then work's always referred to people who you know and trust and you feel like you're friends with. What would you say specifically to networking events would be some top tips for somebody who's never been before? I think, as I'd agree with you before, they are really random and you don't really know what to do when you get there. And you just follow what everyone else is doing by. You just Go get on. absolutely smashed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Free pizza, a few beers there. Great. Yeah, liquid courage. But I wish they almost had a bit more of a format to say, I don't know about the name tag idea and what you do, that might be a bit cheesy, but just a little bit of like maybe divvy it up about like whatever you're into like try and make sure you speak to everyone throughout the evening because mm. um, it's so difficult you, you're there for like say it's three four hours at a random space and you don't know who to talk to would it be interesting to know already Oh, like a bio or something for each person. Yeah. So like, oh, I know so-and-so. Maybe it's worth trying to find them. And you got holding yeah. the picture up next to their face. I don't know. It's really, it's really, it sounds really weird. But if there was just a better way to make it efficient for people who are like... But you don't know who's going to turn up. That's the problem. No. It's more like casual, isn't it? It's supposed to be like, whoever turns up, let's strike up a conversation. Rather yeah. than like a conference yeah. meetup, really. But it can get overwhelming as, at the same time because you're like... Oh, don't remember anyone's names or what they did so if they could just make it a little bit easier to take in to say you'd be good talking to this person or and they'll put you in categories this person works in this industry like the blue category which might be more creative endeavors this person works in finance areas or helps people with their with their accounts Mm -hmm. this these people help with marketing you know if they divvied it up because there was a guy there who was a consultant who helps startups get from vision inventor to how can they make it a sustainable business which is something loads of people struggle with so if there was categories of people who did that categories of people who were maybe they've got an invention or an app idea categories of people who are more who could be a filmmaker or a graphic designer i don't know just to make it easier for you who to talk to i guess yeah so there's this approach but if it doesn't agree with you then absolutely reach out to people one-on-one based on your industry and your interest, try and arrange those personal meets. Well, thanks very much. I mean, no worries. The purpose of this episode was to discuss networking events. So hopefully you found that interesting, Matty's take on uh, 
on network events. I might give it a go, maybe. Mm. If I, uh, I'll, I'll certainly look into it. But as Matt really stressed, um, any industry, I think, not just the film industry, not even just creative industry, any industry is, is uh, you are required to have a strong network, I think. There's very few industries that can get by without a strong network mm. of people. You know, people make the world go round. Um, I can't think of any off the top of my head that don't require some form of connection with some other person. A ramble. I mean? This has been a ramble, but the final note would be just surround yourself with the type of people who you want to be like, whether it's work, whether it's personal. Put yourself in that environment and then mm. you'll inevitably become one of those people. Yeah. And the work and the opportunities will arise. Yeah. Cool. That's a great way to finish, isn't it? Yeah. See you guys. <laughs>